Hey, 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 what up, folks? <laughs> it's your girl Jarrell here with another episode of the Flow Up. These episodes are coming, y'all. Okay, we talking about consistency. Do you see me? Do you see me? Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> Welcome to the Flow Up. If you're new, my name is Sherelle Simpson. I am your host. The Flow Up podcast is where we have conversations around self and community healing practices. I am really excited that you press play for this episode. Episode number 13, Clips from Clubhouse. Talk to me nice love stories. I have never really done an episode like this before, so I'm really down to try something new. And I figured, hey, I just had this really dope conversation over on Clubhouse in the Flow Up Room over there. If you are not familiar, please join us over there. That's the way that you can really connect with me one on one and um, just take a catch the vibe. But I'm over there on Clubhouse and I had this really dope conversation about love on Valentine's Day and I was like, I want to capture this. I want to share it with those who may not have been able to be in the room. So I had the idea to just take highlights of the uh, Clubhouse so it's not the full conversation. If you want to hear the unedited full conversation, then head over to the Flow Up on Clubhouse, download the app or open the app on your phone, just search the Flow Up, and then you'll be able to see it in the saved replays of the rooms. Um, But however, I think that this is a good little mashup. The conversations kind of flow into each other. So um, I hope that it's easy listening for you. And yeah, everybody really just opened up, which I was surprised. It always amazes me how vulnerable we can be with strangers. None of the people really knew each other that was in the room, but immediately I feel like people opened up and shared some very intimate thoughts and perspectives about love and their own personal growth with love um, with each other. And, And that shared love and that spread love throughout the room. And I think that a lot of people that were in that room benefited from it. Uh, I know that I did. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. I'm still talking about love. Next week's episode is going to be a deeper dive into another love episode. Um, It won't be uh, with the clubhouse room, but I'm going to be talking about some things about love that I want to share and that's been on my heart. So I'm still in the love vibe. I don't know. It's February and it just feels like it's not love isn't just secluded to Valentine's Day. I feel like love for February, February represents love. It could be Black History Month and the fact that I have so much love and pride for my blackness that it's just spread out throughout the whole month. And I just, I don't know. I just love the topic of love and I'm glad that we're taking this time to just be aware of love and being mindful of how we are showing love to ourselves, how we're showing love to those around us, how we are asking and demanding to be loved through boundaries. It's a beautiful thing, okay? And I can't get enough. So before I play the Clubhouse replay, I must tell you guys about a new service on my website. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but I also read tarot online. I've been doing it for about three years, having so much fun with playing with the tarot and using it for my own self-reflection and productivity and rest. It's just been a great journey. And it's been a privilege also connecting with so many different types of people who are all on their own path to abundance and looking for tarot guidance along the way. I'm happy to be present in that space and to be a part of it. 
And I'm super, super excited about this new service that I hope that will reach more people in a way that my schedule may not allow me to. I used to have a service back in the day day when I first started doing tarot where I would send email tarot readings. So people would ask me a question and I would respond through email and give a two-page detailed PDF document reading about their energy and their questions through the tarot. That was a hit, but it was very energetically draining for me. And I found myself not enjoying doing it anymore. And when you're doing energy work, you really want to make sure that you're in a space that you have a full cup because pouring from an empty cup, we all know is just self-sabotage and we don't want that. So I needed, I knew that I needed to shift, but I still wanted to be able to deliver readings in a way that people can enjoy them over and over again. So I recently came up with a new service, tarot voicemails that I'm super excited about. I've been heavy into audio lately, so it really just goes perfect with what I'm already doing. And I'm able to give a voicemail reading that can be downloaded to your device, your computer, your phone, wherever you need. And you can listen to the reading over and over again at your leisure. It's yours to keep. It's kind of like a tarot NFT. (laughs) Just playing. It's not an NFT. I don't need nobody coming for me. But um, it is a download that you get to keep and there's no um, expiration on it. To learn more about this service, then I encourage you to go to theflowup.com. The link will be in the show notes so you can check it out and see if it's something for you. Super excited about that. And as always, if you want to connect with me on social media, follow me at The Flow Up over on Twitter and Instagram at The Flow Up at both and connect with me. Send me a DM. Let's chat. I love to talk about spirituality, tarot, mindfulness, yoga, anything like I'm an open book. So don't be shy. Definitely hit me in the DMs. What else? Um, I believe that's it. I think we can get into the podcast now. I do want to let you know that I did get all the participants permission to share clips from the conversation. So I definitely want to give a special shout out and thank you to Janice, Nubia, Reggie from Reggie Expressions Podcast, Raphael from the White Label American Podcast, Noreen from Save Our Lives Unplugged Podcast, Opulent, Nia, and Sarah for their loving perspective on love. I absolutely enjoyed hearing it and I feel honored to have been in the room for the conversation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Without further ado, Clips from Clubhouse, Talk to Me Nice, Love Stories. So as soon as we get into the conversation, you'll hear folks describing how their definition of love has evolved over the years. Enjoy. Um, what is love and how has that evolved? I'm a divorcee. And then after my divorce, I went into another 10 year relationship and that didn't work out well. And I came out of both of those situations and I was just like, I'm done with love. I'm done trying to make this work. I'm done trying to couple off. I'm gonna focus on my children. I'm gonna focus on my career. I'm gonna focus on me. And that worked for like, (laughs) uh, maybe six months before I'm going to go ahead and say Cupid came through and said, we got other plans because you have to learn or what I'm learning is love is about more than that romantic feeling that we get in our, in our belly when we see somebody cute. 
Um, and the universe had something different for me. It wanted me to learn like about this thing called unconditional love. And for me, working with children and families, you know, and teaching them the benefits of mindfulness, yoga, why, you know, um, it's important as a parent to love yourself so you can pour into kids, you know, it's so critical. Love is, it is an action word. And a lot of times as parents, we feel like we have these kids, so it's just automatic, it's inherent, you know, the love is there. But if we haven't taken the time to really cultivate and understand what that means for us, and then also, you know, as our, as our children grow, understand the ways in which they also receive love, we might fall into being um, dutiful, you know, but not necessarily uh, loving to our children. I feel like how love evolved for me is now I'm teaching everybody how to treat me. It's like, I think that's what I've been most hurt or disappointed by people's actions. Like when you do something and you expect something and I'm like, damn, is it me? Or like, I, I couldn't figure it out, but I just really figured it out within the last year. It's like, I really have to teach people how to treat me on all levels. Like I, I'm only mirroring what I already feel. So if that's the case, let me, you know, fix my insides and bring up my my worth and what I feel like I deserve. And, you know, ever since then, like, it's an ongoing journey, right? Because we'll step back in, you know, to old prompts or, you know, old routines. But once you start to be aware, you change that vibration up, you switch that thought. Like, no, I know what I deserve now. So, it just evolved in teaching people how to treat me. And so I show up a value, you know, I show up who I am. How love has evolved for me, loving myself enough to be unapologetically me in all spaces. Um, throughout my life, I've been told, you know, I'm extra, you're doing too much, set on somewhere. Why are you acting like that? And it made me question, am I too much? And it also made me question acceptance as well. I still have the self-talk from time to time where I have to tell myself that I'm not doing too much and this is how you really feel and and the fact that I have to honor myself and 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 you know in every way possible that I don't mute myself when I'm around other people. As far as the love that I saw growing up, I never really saw love growing up. My parents, although they uh, were only married to each other, only have kids to each other, there's nine of us, I'm six of nine. I never once seen them kiss, hold hands, show any type of affection. So I never learned love at all. But I knew that you're supposed to be in love to be married. I mean, I, I guess that's one thing that stuck out. But as far as showing that affection, I never realized it until that that was a thing until I actually got married. And this was like to my ex-husband. And we had a lot of them domestic abuse in the home. And so when I moved to America, I'm, I'm from the Caribbean. And so when I moved to America, it was co complete culture shock. People were kissing each other on the mouth, hello. And I'm all freaked out about it because that's not something that we do in our culture. But it's not, it's not until I actually had some life experience that I learned about self-love because when I was a child growing up, as I said, you know, I never saw it. So I didn't know that that was even okay. You, we weren't allowed to express ourselves. 
So, you know, what Reggie saying, people say that he was uh, being extra. I am extra, but I wasn't allowed to be extra <laughs> when I was a child. So growing up, I just had to hold it in. But once I started running my own life, then I could just let my extra be what it is. You know, I could do what it do and just be myself, my authentic self. But it's only until I'm in the second marriage with my current husband that I truly understand what it is to really and 100% give and receive love. And that love, of course I have my, I have three kids, so I have, I love them, but that's a different type of love. But what the love that I have with my husband is the love that they speaks of in the Bible. I mean, this man strives to really love me like God loves the church. So I really appreciate that in that aspect. So that's my love journey. Um, but yeah, I'm still learning and growing every day and learning that it's okay to love and it's okay to just be your authentic self. So that's me. Um, yeah, so I definitely want to talk about love and um, in the self aspect. Uh, for, uh, as um, Noreen has said, with my parents, they've been, they were together for over 30 years, but it was more of a love that wasn't shown a lot, a lot of arguing. Um, a lot of negativity. So I never was able to to um, embrace that full love that is positive. So it took me a while to understand love, even when it came to um, men as well as friendships. It was very hard for me to experience healthy love until I started my spiritual journey about two, three years ago. That's when I realized what love is. I realized that I had positive ancestors that loved me. I realized when my father passed away and he came in my dreams that was love and even God. So with that being said, receiving that love from them gave me love for self. It helped me to grow. It helped me to go on vacation alone. It helped me, even though it was challenging to love myself, um, I was able to find the euphoric feeling that I always craved from other people. I found it in myself. It made me come to terms with the people I had in my life, even with family, you know, so love for me is more than just being positive, but it's a journey. And I'm so happy I found it not only through spirituality, but within myself. I'm still going through it now and it can be hard. It could be emotional, but I'm so happy to have found love for myself because it helped me to heal and understand what love is and how I could attract people to love me the way that I love myself. So, so I, I read the book Five Love Languages, <clears throat> and um, one of the things that I, I found, and, and I actually do this to myself as well, is words of affirmation. Um, that came up a lot when I was working, because a lot of times I'd be at work and I was like, man, I'm going to be doing all this work. I'm being number one and don't nobody ever see what I'm doing and whatever. Why am I doing this? <clears throat> and that was a reoccurring theme. You know, I think it has a lot to do with me feeling accepted and so on and so forth. But, you know, the things that I've struggled with uh, as I've grown up and I'm aware, but words of affirmation is something that's super, super strong for me. So I have this uh, uh, affirmation application called More on my phone. And daily it comes up with things that tells me that I'm deserving, that I, I am, uh, I'm enough. Um, you know, you are, you know, be kind to yourself. So words of affirmation is definitely something that I use on a day-to-day -day basis. 
I actually have read that book, Five Love Languages, and, and I do love access service and uh, gifts. And uh, my husband and I actually had a discussion about Valentine's Day last night. And he's like, how is this? How important is this to you? And I'm like, well, I'd rather grow generational wealth than to spend money on a holiday where we're loving each other every single day. So, you know, um, I explained to him how I want to be loved, but I actually have to come to a happy medium on how on his capability of loving me the way I want to be loved. It's like his love language may not be the same as mine. And I have to really accept that about him and know that this is his, maybe it's his capacity, but he is still open to learning. And so am I. Um, I had a godfather and every time I saw him, he had something for me. And um, coming up, it, he used to always get me sketchers. I used to say, oh, we'll call like, Sketches are not, like not cool. Like I can't, I can't wear that. Um, but he would get it for me every time, um, or he'll get me, you know, one of those. You know, back in the day when Old Navy had those Fourth of July T-shirts, you know, for the low, whatever. He'd get me one of those, or just it's just it doesn't take the opulence of love. It just takes the daily things. For example, my mom tucked me in at night. She tucked me in every night. Um, and I've learned just even with my boyfriend, he didn't get that. Um, and there's just different displays of my mother's love that was so simple, but so just so loving that truly made me feel home. And that's what I aim to do for my kids. I, I have younger kids as well. And, you know, my son is uh, three and I have a daughter that's one. I'm very new at this. So just even the opulence of, I got to get this huge Valentine's Day basket. My mom always gave me Valentine's Day baskets. But like just really extending grace of just saying like, but I do little things for my kids like, uh, I'll decorate their tub when it's bath time or just like really small, insignificant things. And I'm not going to keep saying insignificant, but we all mean that it doesn't take all of my money, but it took my time. It took me caring. It took me really doing it with love that I think is my greatest love that I even exercise to myself and to others. When I talk about love, love applies to all my relationships. I don't hate anybody, even those who abused me as a child, those who abused me as an adult. Um, but I learned part of lo my love includes setting boundaries, creating boundaries. And if I love you enough to let you know my boundaries, then you should respect my boundaries and not cross them. That is part of love. And part of my evolution has come into where I set my boundaries. So, knowing that it's okay for people to evolve, and some will evolve for the better, some will evolve for the worse, some will evolve into whatever. I'm not responsible for that. I am responsible for myself, and I have to take care of that, and that's very important. So, it still boils down to me taking care of me, and still boils down to me loving me. But if I hate myself, then it's, children notice that. They see it even when you think they don't. And I see my daughter. I, I, don't, I don't know how. I still remember the first day my daughter said, I love you. The shock that came through me 
was undescribable. But she was barely, she was just over two years old, and she just said it. I was walking, we we're walking, I think, to a playground or somewhere, and she just said, "I love you." I was like, "Oh, okay." But I got emotional at that moment. Can you describe love in three words or less? Patience, uh, kindness, and uh, perseverance. I only have one word. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to go through words like, sheesh, I don't, I really only have one word for love and it's just tell me the truth and I'll tell you the truth. Like, love me enough because I love you enough to tell you the truth. So love me enough and, and that's in all aspects of my life, not just relationships, like every single thing, like just be a hundred. That's it. Like that's love to me. I would say uh, commitment um, because when you make that commitment to someone or something that you love, you kind of create that mindset of I'm going to try to work this out. Um, and that's kind of what I'm struggling with. Um, but if you're committed, you know, you're, you go all in, you do what it takes. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll just go one word. Um, I would like to go with, uh, communication, loyalty, and trust, because I feel like if you have all three of those, not only would you have a good foundation for a relationship, but it. You can use that with any person that you're in a relationship with, whether it be your friend, your mother, your, your sibling, your, your partner, whatever. And um, I think those three things, if, if, if you violate any of those with me, then I, I feel personally that you don't love me. But just be honest. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Yeah, so I can meet you where you are and make my damn decision. You feel me? I'm feeling you. And people think they know, but you have no idea. Don't predict how I'm going to react to something. Just tell me the truth and let me make that decision. I, I definitely want to give yep. the three words. So I would say growth, healing, and open communication. Um, no relationship or friendship could work if there's not healing involved, um, especially from childhood traumas. Growth, people have to understand in order to have a great relationship, friendship, and even self-love, you have to be willing to grow. You cannot be stagnant. You can't be in a, in a phase of, I'm going to be a victim all the time. So it's willing to grow. Open communication. Always being able to have communication in a safe space. So you're able to not only heal, but grow. Those are my three words. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rate and review. I love reading everyone's reviews for the show. I read them personally. It brightens my day. It keeps me motivated and it helps other people learn if this show is for them. So head over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show, show me some love, and I will see you next week for another episode.